Welcome to Dad Geeks Happy Hour. Today we discuss the Jungle Book's Blu-ray, Stable Cam, a smartphone Steadicam, and the weekend's top five. We'll also discuss the Commitment's 25th Anniversary Blu-ray Edition. My name is Todd Stoll, and I'm joined by 25-year veteran reporter covering pop culture, video games, and technology for the Washington Times, Joseph Sadkowski. Hello. Hello. Am I too low? No, you're good. So, the weekend top five. Well, we I were think wrong. we were wrong. Yeah, we were definitely were we wrong. I think we were wrong. I swore I said I love that horror movie stuff. I mean, you you probably did. I don't I think don't I don't think I was that great with it. Um, but number one, the new release this Friday, "Don't Breathe," the horror film, uh, Suicide Squad, drops down to number two, but still brought in a nice. 12.1 million and so far has grossed domestically over 283 million on a 175 million budget and i believe worldwide it's over 750 million what for no, it's suicide not. squad is it not worldwide i think worldwide it, it is i feel like it is we'll go back suicide to that suicide squad is 636 okay so maybe it'll get about 7 750 yeah. by the time it's done which is outrageous so for a film no one seems to have liked so sequel for sure uh number three was kubo and the tale of two strings which is i think last episode you had no idea what that was that is an animated film with matthew mcconaughey in it and it's sort of this uh uh kid who has magical powers and mcconaughey is there to kind of guide him along his way you know, like harry potter and eh, no no not so much you can tell I really don't know a whole lot about it, so I'm giving you a very vague description, which I think is fine. That grossed $7.9 million uh-huh. uh, this weekend, has so far in total domestically brought in 24.9 on a $60 million budget. That one, I will say, is officially a bomb. Uh, number four, down two spots, Sausage Party. This is amazing. So it brought in $7.5 million, it's a little, a little over $7.5 million, almost $7.6 this weekend has grossed 80 and had a $19 million budget. So Seth Rogen, once again, hero of the day. And number five, Jason Statham's sequel to The Mechanic, Mechanic Resurrection, opened at $7.5 million, and no one seems to know the budget because it hasn't been announced anywhere. So definitely a little bit of a surprise, but then again, horror films do have a tendency to peak and then drop quickly. Mm-hmm. I think I'm more surprised that Suicide Squad is still where it is. Um, and, you know, certainly Sausage Party as well. But then again, it's also a pretty weak uh, opening for everyone. I mean, or the weekend itself, you know, number one was only $26 million. Clearly, people are getting ready to send their kids back to school. and That's right. The my, last kid, my kid wanted to see Doth Breathe, and I told, said, go back to sleep. Yeah. No, you can't go tonight. No, for sure. So, you know, it's interesting. Now, opening this week... Um, or the other movies that opened this week was South Side with You, huh? Not a clue. Uh, opened at number thirteen, and the De Niro Usher boxing film Hands of Stone opened in limited release in, at number sixteen. So, you know, clearly a pretty dull, uh, you know, week. And how's Pete's Dragon doing? Uh, you tell me. Came in number six. And how many weeks has it been out? I think. Th- Five? Five weeks. What's the total take on it? 54? That's not good. Never no, mind. no. I mean, you know. Ba-boom. 
does it's just bad timing i think i wouldn't really necessarily want to release a film in the end of august especially when people are on vacation and all this other stuff the last thing you do when you're on vacation is go see a movie right. unless it's raining so you know i mean it is it's just the the nature of the, the the box office so um but we'll see what next week brings and i doubt that don't breathe will be number one but you never but know But you know what it's already made enough money Clearly, it's on a nine point to, to justify a sequel on a nine point nine million dollar budget, absolutely, it's a franchise. You know, there'll be "Don't Breathe" ten at some right. point. Stop breathing. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so moving on, uh, you and I both had a chance to take a look at the pre-release of the Jungle Book Blu-ray, which drops August thirtieth. is distributed by Disney and Buena Vista. It is rated PG-13, and the movie itself scored a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. So and has almost made a billion dollars. So uh, Almost made a billion dollars. Is it still in any theaters, I guess, is the question. It's, it's got to be in like the cheap seats yeah. somewhere. Mm, I just moved away. Yes, maybe. Yeah. Um, so what were your impressions on the DVD itself? I thought that um, I, I, will, I will give Disney some credit. As a parent, I really hate having to go through all those stupid, you know, trailers that they throw in front of it because they want you to buy stuff. At least they give you a pass around it. It's easy. Which is nice. It never used to be like that. You used to have to skip chapters to get to the end. Um, quality was good. Um, did a really nice job on the high def conversion and... Um, you know, had a, the film itself, if you haven't seen it, had a good pace. I will say for kids under 10 i think there's a few scary spots in the film um so definitely just kind of be on the lookout there's no there's nothing terribly violent about it but there's definitely a few gotcha moments where things kind of jump at you and they're they're unexpected and and so you know keep an eye this is not the cartoon it is not not the musical cartoon that came out i mean you know they've clearly gone dark in that you know, John, John Favreau, who was the director, picked Christopher Walken to play a main character. King Louis. Yes. Which is a highlight for me. It's really a highlight. I thought that was great. That was great. It, was, it would scare the bejesus out of an eight-year-old, I bet, though. No, he was fine with it. Really? Yeah, he was totally fine with it. I think the, the special effects in, in the sort of destruction of the temple that he's in yeah. was awesome. I mean, they did a great job. And made you really believe that these animals talk, and it wasn't, you know, it's photorealistic. Very much so, and they did a they did a pretty nice job with that. And so I think hats off, and that's why that movie's grossed a, almost a billion dollars. What about the director? I mean, this I mean, guy's you know he can do gold, no he can he? do no wrong. I mean, Iron Man, and you've got Chef, which did really well. I go and, back to Zathura. I mean, now Cowboys and Aliens. I like the movie. Oh, did he do that? He did that. It wasn't, you know, wasn't the greatest, but, you know, again, another home run. I mean, you know, um, almost a billion dollars, and again, no one hated it when they reviewed it. Like, maybe three people, and that's it. So, for a live-action, you know, Disney remake, home run, for sure. And the director is not exactly Mr. Embracing of Special Effects. He's held out a long time about uh, not enjoying digital computer animated effects. So obviously he warmed up to Iron Man. Yep. And then from there he took a big leap here. I oh, mean, sure. there is there is tons of motion capture in this movie. There is tons of green screen in this movie. 
the kids on sound stages most of the time that it's all green and there are some puppeteering going on just to give him reference points but this is major digital animation at its finest and not to mention to be able to be that young and be able to act as if these characters are around and then when they wrap all the special effects around him yep it's pretty believable i mean he did a great job um you know for for having very little to work with for you know, sure butcher his name neil sethi i think that's um, how i would pronounce it too yeah and um but then, of course, I think what really made the movie for me was Uncle Bill Murray. I mean, he is our national treasure. Unexpected. Uh, I didn't expect him in it. I, I knew, didn't know. I knew he was in it. I did know okay. he was in it. And he plays Baloo the Bear. Mm-hmm. And boy, is he great in that role. Uh, very fun, very charismatic. Reminds me a lot of, uh, you know, early um, National Lampoon style films that he was in he's definitely you know he's almost playing the pete vankman character in ghostbusters or i saw a little of uh, caddyshack little, there too. definitely Just a little a bit a little bit definitely a little bit of caddyshack and he has got some great chemistry uh you know with the main actor and uh you know in general just i think really did it they got some pretty big talent like scarlett johansson as the snake which which and she's on she's Speaks minimal lines. I know. It's it's. She's but as in soon, and out. but as soon as I I heard the first word, it was like, oh, okay, I know that. And Christopher Walken again was so right. good. Two songs, right? The, the two musical numbers are just absolutely worth watching over and over again. It's the Bare Necessities with Blue, which is great. I don't know if you remember that one. Well, yeah, and especially since Bill Murray can't really sing. I mean, it but was, he does a great job. The, yeah, they both did a great and job. And then Christopher Walken, who can sing, does an awesome version of "I Want to Be Like You," um, a little more sinister than the than the cartoon. I was it's cool. Kind of hoping maybe he would do a little bit more dramatic pause with it, sort of you know like uh, William Shatner, because I think that would have been very interesting. But he did such a great job in that role. I mean, um, such a well-rounded movie. I mean, and really. And the tiger, the Bengal tiger, which again, Shere Khan, I think that's his yeah, name. Yeah, Shere Khan. Brutal. Unbelievably well done. But it's a, at, at one point, my kid looks at me and was like, do you think he's acting with a real tiger? And okay. it's like, I don't think so. But no. boy, he looks so realistic. Yeah. I mean... All the animals do. You have elephants, you have you know monkeys, you have a snake, and in and in the um, extras, you'll hear from uh, the director time and time again saying how blown away he was by these digital craftsmen. Every every frame of this film, if you look at, there's something going on that's cool. I do you remember seeing the frog? We got it got water on its head and kind of patted yeah. itself. I mean, that's just like they didn't have to do that. Well, I think it that, just happened. That's a little you bit know. of, I think, Disney's touch. Gary Shandling, uh, in his last, I believe in his last role, is a porcupine yeah. in this. And he's very funny. I mean, it's... Uh, it's For as little little time he I has, was kind of hoping maybe the they were going to change the name of the porcupine to Gary, just as sort of a right. tribute. But it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's a big cast. Ben Kingsley plays... Um, the Black Panther. The Black Panther. Right. And that's awesome. I mean, he's he's so he's so strict and stern and it's it's 
you know, it's not a departure for him by any means. It, it sort of felt like with all of the, um, with all the actors who were in it, they they were very comfortable in their roles. You could you could definitely tell that no one was reaching to kind of get to a point where they needed to be in this character. It was very yeah. straightforward. I think that goes back to the director. Yeah. I think this guy just knew his material. He was very reverential to the, the the Disney way, going back to Walt, and it, it showed. So well, you, you watched the movie. What did you think of the ending? Did you watch the ending? Yeah. The storybook that yeah. kind of came to life? Yeah, it was awesome. I just blew it. I'm sorry. Watch the ending. You'll really enjoy what happens I, there. I don't think you're really ruining it, though, because it's just a fun watch. I mean, it's great. And, and um, I think back to John Favreau as director, I mean, he also... I think because he's acted in many of his films as well, I think he kind of knew what he needed to get from, right. you know, from everyone to bring to the table. And, and I think he had he's a, friends with most of these people. Yeah, for That's sure. Some of them in. For right? sure. Um, I think this is the second movie that Bill Murray has been in with the kid, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Um, because he's worked with him a couple times, to my knowledge. I may be thinking of another kid that he worked with, right. but I know that recently, I mean, it's kind of funny, he's... He's now working with a lot of kids, which is, you know. So the digital transfer, like Todd already said, was spectacular. And then, of course, to round it out, you get some great extras. I always, always hope that the extras include an optional commentary track, and you absolutely get it here with the director going solo. He literally just sits there and deconstructs the movie for us and tells us how it happened, why it happened, what was going on during the process. Absolutely fantastic. The man obviously loved what he was doing, and it shows. And he often talks about Walt and the magic behind all these special effects. Okay, so once you get past that, you get a 35-minute roundtable discussion with the director, a producer, and the visual effects supervisor. They once again kind of reiterate what he's saying in the commentary track, but now you get a lot of great footage from the uh, 1967 original animated uh, musical, you get lots of pre-production footage. You get some of the magic behind those special effects. They show you how they did it. Um, all good stuff. You even get some black and white footage of Walt Disney and his studios. And um, that's great. So right there you get two. Um, you get two great bonus features. And the final one you get is they kind of deconstruct the King Louis song, I Want to Be Like You. And you get to watch... Uh, Mr. Walken in the studio singing, and you get to see how it happened on the set. So all in all, The Jungle Book, huge success, and it's going to make even more money now starting on Tuesday. Oh, absolutely. And I would say if you're going to go Blu-ray, get the enhanced Blu-ray that comes the digital download so you can take it with you. It's a good movie to have in your back pocket if you're stuck somewhere with your kid and they need something to watch, and it's age-appropriate. And, you know, all in all, a great film, for sure. Yes. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk Stable Cam and The Commitment's 25th Anniversary Edition Blu-ray. So stick around. We'll be back. Communities Digital News, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com and support the next evolution in news. Welcome back to the Zadzooks Happy Hour. I'm Todd. He's Joe. 
we're still here. And it's a happy hour because it's only 30 minutes. You there's get no, it? There's nothing wrong with that. You get it? So we're going to talk about a little piece of tech that I just recently picked up, and I thought it was interesting. It's called Stable Cam. And Does I'll, it vibrate? It, it looks very phallic. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Um, so blunt. So this is Could a... Could you beat somebody with it? Yes. I definitely think you could. Could you injure someone? Absolutely. I you mean, would, you would probably break it in the process. drop it on a small dog, what would happen? Um, they'd limp for a week, maybe. <laughs> okay, got it. So this is a Steadicam, and currently it works for your cell phone, so any iPhone or Android phones. Some cell phones. If your case is thin, in, the, in, the, in Joe's case, he has... In, case, of, in the case of Joe's case... Yes, your case is... And I'm making a case for it. ...quite thick. As because you don't want to drop I don't it. want to drop my phone and break it. Yeah. It's an expensive phone. So, so I'm not going to spend a half an hour extracting it so I can get a beautiful shot of some panoramic vista where I can't run upstairs like Rocky and not have... Fair point. ...the video... Wait, we don't even know what it is. You got to tell people what it is first. So this, so this is a this is a Steadicam, and for those of you who are not familiar with a Steadicam, the point of it is to, it's essentially uh, counterweighted. So you have weight on the bottom, weight on the top, and then there's, I don't know, there's sort of like a grabbing ring in the middle, and you hold it, and it's supposed to feel like it's completely leveled. So you're weighting it based upon the weight of the phone on the top, and then the bottom is where the bulk of the weight is, and it's sort of like. Uh, imagine a 1960s film where the teacher pulls out their pointing rod and, you know, points at the whiteboard. Well, this thing extends, and it extends. It looks like a lightsaber. It, I mean, I don't think it's Luke's lightsaber, but it might be a secondary character's lightsaber. This thing is a, is a good three and a half to four feet long, fully extended. And so what you do is you mount your phone or with the optional adapter, your GoPro, and you hold the middle ring to make it level, and you walk around, and rather than having your video shot as if you're walking and getting the jumble of the vibrations of your feet, the Steadicam keeps it perfectly still, and the film that you shoot has no rumble, no vibration, and granted, you look a little bit like an idiot when you're shooting it, but... I was just going to say that. You don't look too stupid either when you're doing it. Not really. It's not too bad. Only if you wear a blue hat. Yeah, for sure. Um... And have you, you tried this? I have tried it. Does it work? It works. Like it great works or uh... I walked up my stairs. Right. And I got no camera shake. Really? It was kind of it kind of blew me away a little bit. I mean, there probably was like the slightest little bit because you do need to the way that they have you hold it. Now, granted, I, I will say the instructions on this thing are not great. Um you kind of have to go online to their website, view some of the videos to kind of get a sense for how to hold this thing. And you do have to use two of your fingers to sort of balance it because with the weight of the phone, it will tend to want to lean or it'll try to sway as you're walking. But the idea is to try to be as light as a feather when you're holding this thing. And there was not really a noticeable shake going up the stairs. The, the camera looks like it's on a drone and it's elevating up. I had it, you know, I tried to put it in various different positions or sort of quick jerks around and you do get a little bit of sway when you're you know do a complete 180 very quickly but you know all in all not that bad it was originally a kickstarter program fully backed now is available to purchase from their website which is stable cam and it's s-t-a-y-b-l cam.com it's about 70 bucks 
Um, if you're looking to shoot a bunch of video or, you know, you're a skateboarder or you like going to exotic places and you want to get a good shot and you don't want to ruin it by your hand shaking or, you know, any sort of tremble or anything like that, it's great. It works really well. Um, I don't know how often I'll use this thing, but I think under certain circumstances, uh, if you were at a sporting event that maybe a kid was at or someone you knew and you wanted to, to film them running, you could do so pretty effectively if you, for some reason, like shooting videos of your dogs running in the backyard. Capturing crimes. Uh, maybe if you're in Central Park and it's 10 o'clock at night, you're I mean, running. If, if, listen, be stable as you're running away uh, from the perpetrators. A lot of times when you, when you see crime footage, it's shaky. So right. why not provide why not? the cops with something that's high def, that's quality, or, and, and or, that you could use this thing as a weapon to ultimately defend yourself. It's pretty heavy now, duty. There you go. There's two... Great reasons to own that. I mean, this in and of itself. Crime prevention. And kick-ass video. So at the end of the day, I'm going to give this thing a thumbs up. I think it worked pretty well. Slightly uh, not not two thumbs up in the sense that you do have to take your phone out of the case if you have a thick case, which is kind of a pain. And additionally, uh, it it just, um, the instructions just aren't any. I mean, there's like three steps printed on the box. And it's not terribly intuitive if you don't know how to use a Steadicam. Is there a Reddit for it yet? A Reddit instruction <laughs> topic? You know, area? probably. I mean, their website's not great, but I will say I ordered it, and they claimed that they were running out of stock, and I got it in two days. So um, it's not a bad product. And for a Kickstarter-backed you know, product, it definitely um, you know, was funded, and people continue to buy it, and they clearly have enough money to buy social media posts, uh, promoted posts, which is how I found out about it. And figured i'd give it a shot so um good not great could be great tighten up the uh tighten up the instructions and make this thing so that it can hold joe's phone and i think you've got two strong thumbs up so otherwise not bad okay so you have an update for us on no man's sky i don't think you've you, you, yes, you, you yes, haven't hold on you haven't made it to the center of the universe yet right sure you put echo on my voice okay I'm still playing it, and nothing's changed. <laughs> I'm still landing on planets. I'm still exploring. I'm still surviving, and then I leave the planet, and I go to another planet. But the difference is, is you finally finished the review for it. Yes, which and, is being posted this week. And it'll be available at WashingtonTimes.com slash Zadzooks. And if you don't know how to spell Zadzooks, even though you're listening to the podcast, it is Z-A-D-Z-O-O-K-S. You know, I got to say, a lot of people complaining about the game. A lot of people basically saying that what was promised in the game didn't happen. I am not going to go down that road because I didn't know it was promised. I'm kind of liking the game. It's kind of a time waster, but it is fun. And I think, and you know, if you're not a hardcore gamer and you're just looking for something fun, I think it's fine. I think if you're a true hardcore gamer and you were expecting something out of this thing, I don't, I don't know what to say. I mean, you're either going to like it or you're not. Right. Maybe go with the new Destiny coming out. We'll see. That looks pretty awesome, by the yes. way. Yes. Okay. All right. So next we're going to move on to the Commitments 25th Anniversary uh, Blu-ray Edition. But first, we're going to take a break. Thank God. Because Joe needs to recoup. He's still very upset about his iPhone case being too thick yeah. for this thing. So... Stick around. There's more of us. You can't get rid of us. We're, you know, we're always here. We'll be back. 
community's digital news, built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day. Visit comdiginews.com. That's C-O-M-M-D-I-G-I news.com. And support the next evolution in news. Okay, we're now back. Now it's time wow, to talk. Fast. The Commitment's 25th Anniversary Blu-ray Edition. It's out August 30th, this Tuesday. Distributed by Image Entertainment. It is rated R, not for kids. No. And the original film has an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad. I don't know anything about this. I'm going to leave really? this up to Joe. Have you ever listened to music? Then you I listen, probably know something about I it. I know a little something about have it. Have you ever been in a band? No, I have not. Wow. Nope. Okay. I've been in a lot of bands. This is probably one of my favorite movies so far about the band building process. Anyway, director, um, this is one of this is maybe the favorite film of director Alan Parker, who uh, assembled a group of kids mostly in this movie, which is about uh, it's adapted from a 1987 novel about a group of um, musicians in Dublin who form this really great soul band. And um, it was, it's precipitated by a manager uh, named Jimmy who uh, assembles this group of misfits. And, and eventually they put together a potent package. The, the lead singer in this band, by the way, is, does a fantastic uh, Joe Cocker growl. He's... Um, and there's a, this trio of gorgeous gals in the, um, doing the backup singing, some occasional lead. But anyway, the film is really touches upon a work, the working class neighborhoods in, in Dublin, Ireland, and there is just so much profanity in this movie. It, it's it's it certainly balances with the unbelievable songwriting, but it's funny. It's really funny. It's tender, and this band always has a problem. And if you've ever been in a band, you will you will know exactly what they're going through. There's always an ego. There's always a fight. There's always an equipment malfunction. There is something going on, but yet these these kids persevere and get up on stage and play the local roller rinks and whatever and start ripping off songs that are just awesome. Amazing versions, Mustang Sally in the Midnight Hour, Chain of Fools, Mr. Pitiful, um, Mary Wells, Bye Bye Baby. It's all pretty damn cool. The whole the whole film, and it's um, you know, it's not this this amazing rise of a group and and what happens and how successful they get. It's more about the people and the relationships and where it takes them in life, and it's really great. And the better part about this is the extras, which are just ridiculous. They compile all the extras from the, the um, past DVD release, and it's basically retrospectives and a new 25th anniversary retrospective. So you get like four retrospectives that span hours, hours. It spans about an hour, hour and a half, and you get to see all these actors and the director in each one of these get older and older and older in each extra. So it's slightly uncomfortable if you're worried about your immortality because you see these guys as basically punk kids and, and you're seeing how they evolve with the interviews of the actors and stuff, and it's kind of fun there. 
Um, Mr. Parker does, of course, what I love, an optional commentary track. He's very uh, focused, has a lot of good extra information about how they put the band together, the live performances that, that actually happened on the sets, and the, um, the great singing that was captured doing, during it. Uh, they really did a great job of cleaning up the uh, original file of the original movie, and it's well worth your time, and uh, I really enjoyed it. And because of the language, it's not a soft R, right? Right. You're but to... but the, the, the thing about the language is it's like um, Dublinese. I mean, really, it's working class, you know, shite, that, that type of stuff going right. on. Right. You know, if you remember the, the English film Quadrophenia of The Who with that kind of cussing and profanity right. going on, it's the same type. Okay. All so right. not brutal. So, all in all, you enjoyed this film, I take it? It sounds like you were really excited about really it. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed the performances. And um, very Quadrophenia-esque as far as the kids and how they're living their lives and what they're doing to survive. Is this the first time that they've converted this to Blu-ray? Or it is the first time they've converted this to Blu-ray. Yep. The past one was on DVD, and I think it was out in like 2004. The film came out in, of course, 1991. Right. And um, it's definitely worth it for your collection. If you've ever been in a band before, you want to watch this movie and own it. Awesome. When we come back, we will discuss what's coming out on Blu-ray this week as well as what's hitting theaters and we'll wrap up the show so stick around communities digital news built by the writers and editors that deliver the news 24 hours a day visit comdiginews.com that's c-o-m-m-d-i-g-i news.com and support the next evolution in news and we're back and this is to wrap it up. We're going to talk uh, this week in Blu-ray and in theaters. I'll start it off in theaters. We have a film called Morgan, which is the synopsis is a corporate risk management consultant must decide whether or not to terminate an artificially created humanoid being. This is a Ridley Scott film um, that's directed by Luke Scott, which I think must be his kid. Um, no idea, but... Not something that I've seen heavily marketed, so could be interesting. Uh, and also the it's light... It's his kid. Okay, it is his kid. Good. Yes. Um, <laughs> what and, a good guess. And then also a movie which I know we're just all dying to go see called The Light Between Oceans. And this one tells the tragic tale of a lighthouse keeper and his wife living off the coast of Western Australia and they raise a baby they rescue from an adrift rowboat. It's, it's with Michael Fassbender. Does the baby... You know, you're making fun of this, but something bad can happen in this movie. Do you know yet? Honestly, the baby is a baby in a rowboat. The, the baby is a baby in a rowboat. And it, it doesn't appear to be CGI. It appears to be a real baby. <laughs> so they, Where are you going They've with got this? that going for That's them. That's fantastic. So this is the movie that I think is just going to crush it at the box office. Okay. And That's when, your when I mean crushing it, I think it will finish in 10th place. Okay. Excellent. Perfect. Blu-ray. Blu-ray. So this coming week, like I said, The Commitments, Jungle Book. Also, Star Wars Rebels, Complete Season 2. I'm watching it right now. Arrow, The Complete Four Season. September 6th, we got Supernatural, The Complete 
11th season. 11, 11. years of Supernatural. Wow. 11 years. But you know what? It was a good show the last time I watched it. Okay. Which was when? Season 6? Uh, 5 or 6. Okay. Now, The Flash, the complete second season. Very much looking forward to that. Now You See Me Too, which we will take a look at next week. Um, the Iron Giant Signature Edition, we may look at that. And uh, there's a Star Trek 50th Anniversary TV and Movie Collection coming out that looks pretty... Expensive. Expensive. <laughs> and that's where I'm at. And that's great. Well, I think that does it for us. I am Todd Stowell. And I still don't get a polka. Frankie Yankovic, if you're out there, for God's sakes, even a son, somebody... We just don't have that audience yet. I know. We don't. I know. We don't have the production budget. And you are? I'm still Joe Zadkowski. And this has been the Zadzooks Happy Hour, under 30 minutes or less. Thank or you. Or your order is free. We're tight.